It's time debit card users are also included in the cashback fun. Now everyone can get cashback on everyday purchases with Discover Cashback Debit. That includes no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. I'm Betches co-founder Jordana Abraham, and this episode is brought to you by Instacart. Your fever is high, and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on, while she's sneezing, coughing, aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us, trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues to tea to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Yeah. 
imitate my flow, then remake my flow. But why they try and take my flow? I make my dough. Hey yo, I can make it rain, cause I be making it snow. But yo, I've been taking it slow, I wasn't around. But the car crash couldn't lay the hustler down. Nah, I'm still here, for real, I'm still here. It wasn't looking pretty, but Swizzy, I'm still here. They said I could have been brain dead in the wheelchair. But I'm standing in the booth, and the skills are still here. Yeah, the hustler home, the hustler home. Let's celebrate and toast with a cup of Patron. I got my drink in my two-step, my drink in my two-step, got my drink. Welcome to an all-new So Bad It's Good. Uh, this is your Monday episode, your pop culture roundup. How the heck are you doing? Did you have a great weekend? I hope you did. Um, listen, I got a big day tomorrow, so I'm gonna, I, I can't do like a full hour before our pop culture roundup guest, who is the one and only Lex Nico, back with us. I love Lex, but it has been such a crazy weekend in terms of pop culture that I'm gonna need to do a whole other pop culture roundup, probably on Tuesday with the OC recap, or we're gonna do a Welcome to Crappy Lake recap as well. But uh, I hope you guys are, do- I hope you have the best flipping weekend ever, and I hope you're about to have the best week ever. But in terms of pop culture, what the hell is going on? What the hell? It feels, oh my God, it feels like insanity. From Jonah Hill to Taylor Swift to like Harry Styles getting knocked in the eye at a concert. Like we, we are we are losing our minds in terms of how, I mean, we had the Barbie premiere tonight. Who does a movie premiere on a Sunday night? I was just looking at Kim Kardashian's photos from the Dolce Italy show, which is like, I think, the final nail in the coffin with her relationship with Courtney. if you watched this week's Kardashian episode, which to me was one of the funniest episodes of television I've ever seen in my life. It's not meant to be. This is They take this very... Guys, they take La Dolce Vita lifestyle very seriously, period. They just do, okay? So just, you know, I just love the fact that they are fighting over Andrea Bocelli, Courtney, and Kim. Like, who, what a random person to fight over. It's like if I chose to fight over, like, Kenny Loggins with somebody. Like, Kenny Loggins is my dude. He did the Top Gun theme, and nobody will have Kenny Loggins at his wedding but me. I don't even know why I just chose Kenny Loggins. What a weird... I hope I'm going to have a good week. That was just a weird pop culture reference. Um, but we have so much going on. Did you guys like Welcome to Crappy Lake? The Sonia and Luann show that premiered tonight? Isn't it funny? You guys got to watch it. And remember, next Sunday, we have Real Housewives of New York, the new season premiering. Oh, my goodness. So much is happening. Also, on top of that, it feels like pop culture right now is a fever dream. Because you have... 
um, you have Taylor Swift, which is a whole nother separate pop culture category at this point. But you have Kim and Courtney fighting over bullshit. And then you have people getting hurt on stage. Real like you know, Harry Styles. If if people are throwing shit at Harry Styles, this thing is a this thing's an epidemic. This thing needs to stop. We need to stop throwing shit at people. Then you have Jonah Hill th- sending uh, sending girls just wild text messages, which we talk about today. And then you have, and just like that, the Sex in the City. Uh, re, not reboot, but the, the continuation, uh, the further stories of Carrie Bradshaw, which, um, like I said, I am so enamored with that show. But at the same time, it is, to me, one of the biggest um, horror, like, it's one of the biggest horror movies I've ever, like one of the, the scariest horror movies I've ever seen. It's like Midsommar. It's like, am I watching this? Wait, did Che Diaz, is Che Diaz encouraging Miranda to have a threesome? With 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 her and 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 Kate Hudson's brother, like did anybody? I, I hate to I hate that phrase. I didn't have that on my 2023 bingo card, but like I legitimately didn't have that on my 2023 bingo card. Like what the fuck? Oh my goodness, you guys! If you like this show, and why wouldn't you? Remember to give it a five star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, if you like it even more, jo- join the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash so bad it's good. I just finished a two-hour Q&A episode where we talked about everything. We talked about Kim and Croy. We talked about Kyle and Mauricio. We talked about, um, we talked about, uh, we talked, I mean, we what, talked a lot of Vanderpump Rules. We talked about a lot of personal stuff. I told some old Hollywood stories, which by the way, I'm on two podcasts. She Speaks Bravo has another podcast, I think, called She Speaks It All. And I was on about... Uh, an episode of Succession from the first season. I had a great time talking to her last week, and I think that came out over the weekend. And then I'm on Kendrick Tucker's podcast, uh, Reality and Comics 2, and I think Kendrick is just so, uh, so amazing. And we had the best time talking about OC and and a lot of things like that, and I just think he is, uh, just love that dude. Um, so go check that out as well if, for some reason, you need more of me. Uh, <laughs> I always like, it's like, really, does anybody, I'm not going to say it. Does anybody need more of me though? I mean, I'm going to, let's just say people do. Okay. So anyways, there's plenty of, of me to go around, but I did a two hour Patreon episode. So go check that out. Um, like I said, you can sign up at patreon.com forward slash so bad. It's good. But we were talking about, and just like that on there and the other storyline, forget Che Diaz. We had a storyline where Harry couldn't do the, couldn't, you know, he could do the hippity dippity in terms of like an O, you know, like finishing, you know, but nothing was coming out of his urethra area. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. I'm just horrified even saying it out loud, but that was like a storyline on, and just like that. And then Charlotte had to help him work on his pelvic floor, which is like, what? What? Are, what? Are, what? You're, we're doing pelvic floor exercises with Harry? How far have we fallen as a society? It, but at the same time, it is one of the most brilliant car crashes that I, I just can't look away. And I said on the Patreon, I was like, I was so scared watching that storyline because I, I swear to God, I thought the... I thought we were going to have to see poor Charlotte with like at the very end when Harry Harry was able to do it again. I thought we were going to see Charlotte covered in, you know, the stuff because that show goes there. That show goes there. And I was so scared. I was so scared about that. Oh my God. Mm. I also talked about the idol. I have not watched the idol yet, but I am now I'm, I'm kind of starting to get curious, even though it's over. 
But I, is it so bad it's good? Is that something I would enjoy watching in terms of just how bad it was? I always have that weird thing of like, if 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 I if I taste something and it doesn't taste good, I'm not going to be like, try this, it's horrible. You know what I'm saying? So, so all the people telling me to watch it, it's like, is it? it it's horrible. Why do you want to? Why do you want me to watch something horrible? But if it's like a car crash, maybe I got to do it. I watched uh, the Bear season two, most of it. I got to finish. I loved it. I loved it. The Bear season two on FX, it's streaming on Hulu. Loved it. Love Island is kicking ass right now. We're finally at Casa Amor. For the Love Island fans, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And Molly's back. Exciting. Um, and listen, Taylor Swift, like I said, I'm going to have to do a whole other pop culture roundup on Tuesday. I'm talking about my thoughts on the Speak Now re-release, an hour and 44-minute album. <laughs> like, I love Taylor because it's like me. It's like she, 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 it's not like she... She can't do things small. She can't, you know, she's not like this is a quick 30-minute album, like a 30-minute punk album. She's like, no, this is the album. I re-recorded every track, and on top of it, I'm giving you seven new tracks. On top of that, I'm also, like, it's like, it, it, it just, it's ongoing. It's, it's, it's awe-inspiring. It's, but at the same time, you're like, holy shit. And she is not slowing down at all. I'm telling you, the the moment somebody throws something at Taylor Swift, this throwing things at celebrities will never happen again. Never. Period. So, so much is going on that I'm not going to be able to get into. And, and Lex, you know, we talk about as much as we can in an hour. I had to go um, because I have this thing coming up tomorrow that I'm trying to get ready for. And I'm trying to finish all. I'm just, I'm. you can tell I'm just frazzled right now. But at the same time, this pop culture stuff, it just, there's so much that has happened. Like, my God, on top of Vanderpump Rules Season 11, we're filming, we're in full swing. Tom Sandoval had a birthday party this uh, weekend. We've seen a lot of clips, and, and it seems like a lot of people want things spoiled for them. So, you know, I, I mean, I'm definitely going to be paying attention, and it's spoiled for me just because I'm an online person. Um, but it is interesting. People seem to want things spoiled. So, okay, cool. If that's the way we're going, we'll talk about it. Um, but... Uh, I'm so, I talk about this with Lex. It seems like the attitude Sandoval's coming back in with is kind of like, a, I don't have anything to be ashamed of, dude. And I guess I would love a little humility from the man and it just doesn't seem like we're going to get it. Which, by the way, that's how you know he's a man. <laughs> I love that sometimes I'm a self-hating man. Also, in regards to Taylor Swift, I was listening to the album and I'm like, this makes me so comfortable in choosing to be a young girl slash middle-aged man. Like, Taylor Swift even writes to that little piece of me that is that young girl. <laughs> you know, where I'm like, oh my God, why did he leave us? <laughs> what did you guys think of uh, of the album? I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it more this week. There is so much, like I said, to talk about it that I want to dig in on. But I've got to uh, be up early and I've got a big day tomorrow. Uh, I'm kind of nervous about it, so I need to, to 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 skedaddle. I love that I'm like apologizing to you right at the beginning. That's when you, man. I'm just whatever my next therapist, the poor person. I just always sometimes worry for them in advance. I do not want Jonah Hill's therapist, by the way. By by the way, um, and also I wish you guys would get into the Kardashians more because this fight they're having, Courtney and Kim is just so petty and ridiculous and it's like the fight that billionaires slash millionaires have and I am just I find it so intriguing on so many levels uh, me and Lex also talk about the new social media app Threads which I talked about last week the Twitter killer and also Kyle and Mauricio 
Um, listen, I thought maybe this would be Kyle and Mauricio. All that stuff is happening right now, whatever is happening, but something big is, is happening. I love that. I'm like, something big is happening. Um, but Kyle Richards, you guys know, I love a good walk and talk TMZ interview. We, me and Lex talk about this, but I want to give you some audio. This is from, this is from Kyle at a gas station and she, Kyle is fucking smoking full on cigarettes. Like these guys, like, I love that Kyle's in her smoking cigarette hat. She's wearing the, the Kimosabi hat. She's smoking cigarettes. She's a rough and tumble lady. Also, somebody sent me a picture of Kyle and her new friend, Morgan Wade, and she has like ripped jeans and you can see her knees. And somebody was like, somebody needs to do full hour on Kyle Richards' knees. She, you know, she asked, she's like, have you ever talked about Kyle Richards' knees? And I was like, no, I haven't. I've talked about her hands, but I've never talked about her knees. And then I looked at the knees and I was like, something is going on with the knee area. Was is is her knees all right? Does anybody do? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? And just so you know, I know I said like I have not drank alcohol in like eight days. I've tried to like diet and do good. I'm like I want a glass of wine so bad, but I haven't. But Kyle's knees, I saw it and I was like, I need a glass of wine. I do. I need a glass of wine. Let me play you some of this. Uh, this this is from an account, Mary Cosby's Closet, which is a great, which is a great name. <laughs> oh, do, is it not going to play for me? Oh, play. Come on, for the people. You son of a bitch. It's bad Wi-Fi here right now, you guys. Dang it. Listen, basically, Kyle gets start, starts getting asked questions in front of this car pumping gas. And the guy isn't Josh. Like, okay, okay, Tom. Tom, what's the deal with you and Raquel? Okay, okay. It's not that guy. It's a new guy that works for TMZ Pack Red. I don't like him nearly as much. But he is kind of doofy in the sense that... He's like, Kyle, what's, hey, Kyle, so what's the deal with your divorce? And she's like, I'm not getting a divorce. Read the Instagram. And she kind of looks like she's horrified. Like she's kind of looks like she's horrified slash titillated that she is now being followed around. And I, it's always funny when you notice celebrities unlock a new level of celebrity and you can tell they're scared, but at the same time excited about it. And that's the vibe of this video of Kyle in front of the gas station. And I like that. The TMZ people, they're working the way they operate. And I don't know if this is by design or they're truly this way is they just are idiots. They're like, if I act like I don't know shit, I can ask horribly invasive questions that are wrong, like that you already know are wrong and they have to correct me. So he's like, oh, what's it like getting a divorce? Do you feel weird? And she's like, I'm not getting a divorce. What's your new friend, Morgan? What's that all about? I don't, I, I don't want to talk. Just read, just read the Instagram. Just read the Instagram. Oh, my God. By the way, maybe cameras aren't going up like Scandaball, but maybe this is kind of like cameras going up, just TMZ walk and talk interviews. By the way, just let, can this count towards this season of Beverly Hills? That's what we need, just for it to count. Also, I was thinking about Welcome to Crappy Lake because I really enjoyed watching it. But Andy Cohen was on his Instagram stories today going, hey, guys, happy Sunday. You're going to love Welcome to Crappy Lake. It's just so fun. Sonia and Luann. And then Ben, his son, in the background going, daddy? And he's like, yeah, Ben, did you poop your pants? Because I'm sure Ben heard Crappy Lake and, you know, he's a cool kid. So he's like, crappy, poop your pants. And, you know, and I just love that Andy is trolled by his son. It's like the age where kids troll you. Um, and he's like, no, Ben, did you poop your pants? It seems like they have a tense relationship right now. <laughs> I just 
just love the fact that Andy's got all this shit going for him. And at the same time, he's raising two kids. They're, they're both like, you know, gorgeous kids. And 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 Ben just trolls him of like, and also maybe Andy does poop his pants. Have we ever thought about that? Like, does Andy have a pooping his pants problem? If I'm ever a bartender on Watch What Happens Live, they'll be like, Ryan, um, Ryan Bay, you host a podcast. So bad it's good. What's it about? I'm like, pop culture. Hey, quick question for you, And did you poop your pants right now? Because um, your son Ben said you pooped your pants. It'll be antagonistic, and he'll be like, oh shit, game meets game. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, go check out that clip of Ben trolling. And I love. It just like I just it just goes to show you, no matter how successful you get, at some point you will be accused of pooping your pants. You just will. Like it's 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 metaphorical in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Anywho, I genuinely do. I would love to sit here and talk with you guys for another hour, but I can't do it. But if you want two more hours of me, go over to Patreon. If you want more hours, go listen to Kendrick's pod today and She Speaks Bravo's pod. Um, And I can't wait to talk to you guys all week long. So much stuff going on. I can't wait to let you guys know all about it. Um, But uh, Lex Nico, by the way, I, I had... I was supposed to do this earlier with Lex and something happened uh, on her end. So she was good enough and we got to do it later, but we, you know, it's not nearly as long as I wanted. It's still an hour, but like, I, I, I love talking to Lex. I love talking, you know, so I wish this was so much longer. It's like tip of the iceberg. So we do cover a lot of the pop culture events, but not nearly everything. So much more to talk about it. So just know that I realize this is just the tip of the iceberg. But like I always say, this podcast is an ongoing conversation. If you just tune in on Monday, that's that's a mistake. You you got to listen to all the episodes. It all it'll all pay off in the end. It's like that TV show Lost. Everything will be revealed on the final episode of So Bad It's Good. Um, but regardless, have the best week ever. If you don't listen to the rest of this week's episodes, I truly hope you do have the best week. And pop culture is that thing that we can all commune about and love and inspire and joke about and get angry about. And, uh, it's, uh, it's special. Don't let anybody make you feel ashamed of the shit you like period. And, uh, let's get into it. Here she is. The one, the only Lex Nico. You guys, welcome to an all-new week of So Bad It's Good. This is your pop culture roundup. Uh, listen, I, I go out to the people that I thoroughly enjoy talking to for the pop culture roundups, and we have not talked to our next guest. It feels like a year. It probably was just like a no. month. But she is kind of the best in overall pop culture, which is what we like to do, not just the Bravo, but everything. And right now, there is way too much going on. I was just going over some like basic notes, and I was like, this is, this is impossible because I just kind of want to it's it's too crazy what's going on in the pop culture world and i'm almost just like go hug a loved one just go up to somebody real and tell them that you love them and after you do that just dig into this episode and we'll see where it goes you might know her from the new betches podcast it's been going on a couple months but i still think it's new because it should be new to you you need to go listen to this podcast called crown jewels her and samantha bush every week cover everything that's happening with the royals and and i gotta tell you there's always a lot happening with the Royals. Always. <laughs> also, you need to follow her on all the social media platforms, including now Threads. <laughs> We've got a new one, Threads. So without further ado, welcome back, Lex Nico. Thank you so much for being here, Lex. Hi, how are you? I'm 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 frazzled, but I'm good, and I'm so happy. Like I was like so happy that you said you would do it because I'm like I just 
I can't talk to somebody new. I can't, I yeah. can't break into somebody's n- a new personality today. I need, I need an old faithful that knows everything that's going on. And you always know everything that's going I'm on. I'm happy to be here. Pulling a ringer, pulling a ringer. <laughs> Wait, so I guess the big question is what's going on? What the hell is going on right now? Like, honestly, what the hell is going on this last week? I have no idea. It feels like everything and nothing I feel like it's like pure <laughs> chaos is happening. Like, yeah, I, I, it's it's wild. Like, I, I'm trying to not look at Vanderpump um, behind the scenes <laughs> filming. Everyone's capturing stuff. Oh, they've ruined the entire season. We already know. know the entire season that's happened. And, and, and then you think that's, you know, OK, I'll turn away from Vanderpump. And then I'm like, I have to look at Jonah Hill text. I have to look oh. at Jonah Hill being potentially mentally abusive to an ex-girlfriend and you guys i'm gonna go off on this because this is sandoval related is that i've already getting people fighting with me of like well she seems like a bad seed herself i'm like of course it's the woman's fault of course oh my god people are saying that to you yes yes it's insane reading those texts i was like this man is like armchair therapying his girlfriend and like manipulating her I couldn't believe what I was reading. And it's tough, right? Like, he is very much being like, these are my boundaries, da 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 But it's like, bro, if those are your boundaries, like, you got to get more therapy. Well, he's also confusing boundaries. Like, the, the term boundaries, what, how he's using it is very... Boundaries is one thing, but boundaries isn't then telling people to take down their sexy photos, to not uh, not have conversations with men. And by the way, I know we just started off on a real high. You might, be, you might be going like, what the hell's going on with Jonah Hill? Like, is he, did he do something after Superbad? And it's like, this guy... Um, his ex-girlfriend, uh, over the weekend started like Instagram storying because right now Jonah Hill is with a new girl. They just had a baby, which is like, congratulations. He also just released a documentary on his therapist mm-hmm. like six months ago, which I, I enjoy. I enjoy people that like take their mental health seriously, but then I always get scared when you read things like this and you're like, Oh wait, this dude actually isn't as enlightened as I was hoping, you know, like I, it's the same thing with Sandoval. Like I look up to these guys and I'm like, yes. I could get, I could get to be this in touch with myself. And then you're like, Oh, this is what being this in touch with yourself is, is like me. Like if I went through Lex's photos right now, you guys and go, Hey, too, too much eyes in this. I don't want to yeah, see your eyes. guys. Too much. Yeah. Oh, who's this guy that said nice photo? Who is that? Bo- block that guy. That's what he was doing to this girl. I know. I know. And it's crazy because it's like, I always, I like have this thing on my Instagram stories where I'm like, only good things for Jonah Hill. It's like I had this soft spot yes. for him where it's like you want him to be happy and healthy emotionally because he's been very public about his struggles with his body image, with his mental health. He did that um, documentary with his therapist, Shuts, I think it was called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you see somebody working on themselves and you're like, this is so great. And it's like so amazing that you talk about it. And then you see this other side of them and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Can't trust anybody. <laughs> yeah, so, so this this girl, you guys, she is a professional surfer. Her name is Sarah Brady. He dated in uh, 2021. Now, Jonah Hill was, I believe, 39 at the time, and she was like 24. Mm-hmm. And in these series of text messages that she released, he was just 
demanding so many things of her. And for a professional surfer, he was asking her to take down surf shots of her in a swimsuit. Like, what else are you supposed to wear while you surf? And he then, I keep joking about this on social media, and I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people are not understanding what I'm joking about, is he, he kept bringing up the term surf culture. Like, yeah. I respect surf culture. Like, listen, dude, I'm so happy. Like, you almost got me thinking that maybe I should surf one day, and now that's out the window. Because he kept saying, like, so you don't respect surf culture. I'm like, what the fuck is it's It's Sandoval to me, reminding me of how Sandoval was telling Ariana things like, you know, she wore a shirt. That's how sexy yeah. it was. Yeah, that's you know? how hot it was. It's like, shut the fuck up. Here's the list. There was one... And it's funny, this um, Instagram called Drag His Ass posted it. Someone <laughs> tweeted, my Drag dream summer bucket list because it's, this is what he wanted her to like take down. Surfing with, or didn't want her to do, surfing with men, boundary, boundaryless inappropriate friendships with men, to model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful. Like, these are demands. These are not boundaries. Also, who who's in a stable relationship? Who is in, like, I mean, sorry, who's in a stable, like, nobody's stable State these of mind. days. Like, yes. you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, and by the way, that's our right to, like, every day. No, None of us have it figured out. Like, no. don't think that any of us have it figured out. And it scares me. Like, those are, those go past boundaries. Because that then is the onus on Jonah saying that he is perfect, almost. Correct. And that if you can't be as perfect as I am... And somebody pointed this out. The reason, like, one of their first flirtations was in an Instagram DM where he responded to one of her posts of, like, girl, want to hang out with you. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, I think he knows how sick men are. one of her bikini surfing posts, yes. Which, by the way, they weren't that thoughty. She was actually on a surfboard. And she, like, believe me, I've seen way, way more thoughty. That was not insane. She's a surfer. She was posting herself surfing or in a bikini, which is surf culture. And he's like, take all of those down, abandon like your core, you know, hobby and professional career, or we can't date. Like what? It's so weird. Well, what is she supposed to do? Just like lay in a bed or in a box somewhere and just like not do anything. And then he would be upset because she didn't have a life of her own. You Mm -hmm. depend on me too much. You can already see where the, and the sad thing at the end of the day, and this is like, I'm trying to be sympathetic also to Jonah is that you realize, Oh, he's just miserable. There's nothing that's going to change this potentially because he's exactly. I understand that mind state somewhat, but I think men, we seem to get ourselves in trouble because the real problem is ourselves. And like, there's this such an intense self-hatred that we need to blow it back on other people and make them just as miserable. Yeah. And and also, what do you think that therapist, his therapist, he made a documentary. Do you think the therapist is like, whoa, Jonah, whoa. Seriously, like, what is the therapist? Like, that's the thing. I want a therapist. Like, I got to go on therapy TikTok or something and get a psychological breakdown of what's happening here because he's like, you know, he's using all the therapy language. And again, it's this like, it feels really manipulative because it feels like he is approaching it from this place of like over therapying her. And she's just like, wait, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) And he went and had a baby with this other woman. And it's like, where, like, what's what's her deal and what's their relationship like? I'm very curious. I think Jonah Hill will sign for season 11 of Vanderpump Rules. I do <laughs> think he will. 
I think he's going to be one of Tom's friends. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be one of the perfect. No, I just think it's something interesting. Go check these out for yourself. And by the way, I, I'm always not saying that this girl is perfect, nor should she be. You know, Correct. we all like, nor should she be, but I will say there's a pattern of behavior that is so antagonistic in these DMs and text messages that like, I think it would really screw somebody's head up, whether you're a guy or a girl. It's just that we're so, oh, that was the other thing. Some girl wrote me uh, or um, responded saying, oh, what's the big deal? Every girl gets these from guys. And that's the other thing is like, okay, sure, but the fact that girls have to normalize this behavior, it's Mm -hmm. almost like dick pics. When I found out, like I've never sent a dick pic in my life, but I found out that all my girlfriends, when that would be, Oh, they're like, Oh, I got a stack of them. I've got a whole, I got a whole folder of them. I'm like, what? They're like, yeah. She's like, Oh, they never, they never even asked to send, like I never asked for them. They just send them. And I'm like, what? And it's so commonplace. Like, how the fuck, Lex, this is, okay, not to bring Kyle Richards into this, how does, no offense, and I'm sure it's very natural, but like, how, how, how do we as guys ever expect a girl to ever want to stay with, like, every, every girl was going to eventually go to another girl because yep. they, they seem to be so much more emotionally advanced. Please don't give me hate mail for that comment, you guys, no. please. I'm just, how do you do it, Like, how, why do you still want to be with guys? It's my red flag. I always say that. I'm like, my the whole gender trait is. is I'm attracted to straight men. Like, it's my whole toxic trait. It's so <laughs> fucking crazy. It's like a woman is afraid, like, personally, and I had this conversation with every single girlfriend of mine. Like, you, are, you live in fear of walking down the street alone and, like, a man walking behind you or crossing your path because they'll make a comment. Now, I walk my dog every day and I'm like, literally, I look terrible. What like, do you mean, make a comment? Like, like they'll hit on you or oh, like gotcha. if a man is walking behind you and you're alone. It's like the scariest thing for a woman because men feel this like privilege and they feel like they can just like approach and encroach on your space no matter what. And it's like, again, with the DMS, with the dick pics, like there, nobody ever, what girl, unless it's like your boyfriend, maybe let's say, but like no girl is ever like, send me a picture of your dick. You know, unless, unless they're just playing along in some sort sure, of fantasy yes, that, you yes. know, like, well, I, okay. I will say that I'm very aware because I am in so, so many circles of females. Like I will, like I, I'm a, a bigger gentleman and I am very aware of the space I take up. And mm-hmm. I don't mean, a, I don't mean that I'm like, I hold space for me, but like the physical space I take up that I'm very, like, I'm very aware when I'm walking next to not, mm-hmm. not to hit on a girl, but to walk away from them because I'm always scared that girls will automatically be scared of me just because first I'm a male and second, because of sometimes my size. And that way, like, I'm so aware of it. Like you'll even yeah, see you're me in pictures aware. with girls that like, I will, um, somebody was pointing out, I was on Sheena's podcast a long time ago and. Sheena and her friend Jamie, Jamie Lynn, I was, I was in the middle of a hug with them and you can see both of my hands hovering over their shoulders. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't even put it down on their shoulders. You're doing because the Keanu I was Reeves. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah. Uh, God. Keanu Reeves now, everybody'd be like, no, put the full hand on my shoulder. But for I me, know. I'm, I'm like, send me a dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> Keanu, Keanu's like, wait, I get asked for dick pics all the time. Literally, I thought it was all the time. So I guess, I guess like my, my fashion icon was Jonah Hill in the last couple of years. And now that's out the window and Jonah Hill will never respond to this probably. No. But if you look into, I saw this on TikTok, old interviews, it was like Seth Rogen was on hot ones and they said, what is the most, um, who's the most, not, it was like troubling or most not problematic, but it was like the most, the actor 
that was most, um, it was like most troubled or something. And without hesitation, he yelled out Jonah Hill. He was like, Jonah Hill, Jonah. Oh you my know? God. I just have a feeling. And of course, like when you go through life at a certain size and when you, you know, lose, like, I don't know. And then on top of like getting so much attention at a young age when, you know, super bad hit and all the Judd Apatow oh, movies, yeah. it's got to mess with your, your mind so much. And I know he thinks he's trying, I don't know. It's weird, man. I, it's I'm trying weird. to make because excuses like, for him. You can see where, like the place he's coming from, right? Like it feels like he's like, these are the things that I need to feel mentally stable, healthy, et cetera. But like, it's almost like the things that he needs are actually a bit unhealthy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's it. And then and, and I think sometimes when we therapize ourselves and mm-hmm. I'm super, I do, I really, I when I'm brave enough to go, I really do enjoy therapy. But at the same time, it's not, it's not a pass that means you, you're right now in every conversation because you went to therapy. Like yeah. therapy is a very personal experience. It's not a, hey, I went to therapy. That means I'm right all week and whatever I text you goes. Exactly. And it's like, okay, Jonah, like you're quote unquote healed, but like your healing is not my healing or Sarah's healing or Ryan's healing. Like, and you can't project that yes. on to the relationship. And also from a girl's perspective, there's such a uh, age differential with them. It was like 15 mm-hmm. years that how would like, you know, if he's setting boundaries, you can't do 30 things that I'm telling you in a text thread. Like that's got to really confuse a young woman as well. Um, oh, yeah. And I'm sure know, she started to like question her self-worth and stuff, right? Like she's like, oh, are these bathing suit pictures bad? And I saw... Um, I think it was like she had archived or she reposted photos that she had deleted Taken because down, she asked yeah. her to. And I'm just like, A, that's a really wonderful way for you to like start taking back your power. But B, like how sad that like, you know, I think in one of the texts she was like, that's like my favorite surfing video of myself and blah, blah, blah. And he like made her take it down. And she's like, what if I change the cover picture? And it's just like, girl, this is so sad to watch. And she was young and she's super impressionable, right? So it's like, it was just like a shame to see because I love Jonah Hill so much. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's it, it's interesting. And, and by the way, I, I know every one of us on planet Earth has some deep-rooted issue. Um, and, and I'm not canceling Jonah Hill, you guys. No. But I am yeah. saying certain behaviors, you can't think that you are so enlightened past somebody and not realize things like age, experience. And and that's why I think these this girl did release all of these things because she's probably at the anger phase of mm-hmm. realizing what she put herself through, feeling like an idiot. She probably felt like an idiot, and now she's probably just pissed. She's exactly. probably just pissed. Um, God, you're you're not dating Jonah right now, are you? Just no. Clear, I just want to make sure. <laughs> I am not the mother of his <laughs> child. No, no, no. I can just we'll like, like you see, I, I want you to stop talking about the royals, Lex. I want <laughs> you to stop the podcast. It's very, I want you to get off social. It's very bad. Wait, okay, so speaking of social, let's move on to um, mm-hmm. uh, Mark Zuckerberg's Revenge. Now, Meta is the company that has Instagram, Facebook, uh, one of our, you know, big masters of destroying our future world. Mm-hmm. And it has launched its Twitter killer called Threads, which is a, du- I mean, it is direct competition with Elon Musk's Twitter. Yes. And what did you think of, what What are you, how are you feeling about Threads so far? You're, you were very highly online. I think a lot of people look to you uh, in terms of culture and things like this. What do you think of Threads so far? I mean, I love it. <laughs> I you, think it's fun. It. 
Still, four days in, you like it, yeah. Yeah, I definitely see myself kind of like, you know, yesterday and today I wasn't like as active on it, but I definitely think it's fun. I loved how like, sorry, my throat, one sec. I don't know what's happening. See, this is Jonah's right. You need to stop with the podcast. You need to stop with the talking. He's like, stop talking. He's like, Look no, I love that it was like a, a collective moment for us all. And like everybody jumped on it when it dropped and everyone was like, what is this? It's so fun. Feels like early Twitter. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I like, I need two things on it though. I need like to be able to save or bookmark like you can on Twitter. And I want to be able to like search a topic. I don't know if you can do that yet. You can't like, do that yet. And I, I kind of would love a drafts folder for ideas. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, that's just because yes. I post stupid jokes and like those, like you're like, oh, that joke needs something. You know, like it's so bad right now. I can get it but less bad it. if I, I can. Yeah, I have this thought, you know. Um, it is interesting though. I will say this, and, and uh, you know, obviously I'm still on Twitter, but I said this and somebody on Twitter that didn't even follow me, like wrote me yesterday of like, sorry, sorry to hear that you hate Twitter. Good luck. Oh, and I'm like this is exactly the kind of thing, uh, reason why I hate Twitter. Like, it's yes. like, dude, I mean, like, by the way, good luck to you as well. <laughs> but Twitter became this thing where it was a highly negative, um, yes. uh, like lightning rod that it would push information out to you that would get you upset. Like I found myself getting extreme right wing posts because it knew it upset me. Mm -hmm. I found myself getting like people that would just, it was like Raquel Stan Twitter from Vanderpump. Like it was these kind of things that would really kind of bother me. Like now I don't, I'm not an information account. Like, you know, you do great at that. There's like certain like that I look towards and I'm like, oh, I get so much information. I like to make my jokes and I'm very like, I'm not shitting on myself. It provides some sort of weird service to my own mental health. Yeah. But people want to get you upset. People want to see you get upset. That that Mm -hmm. is what it feels like. And it's nice. And I know threads will probably change, but it is nice to not have that immediate negativity associated with it like we do Twitter sometimes. And I'm yes. so sorry if Twitter's your favorite. Like, I love Sophie Ross. Sophie's so good on Twitter. Um, uh, Sam Bush, one of our mutual friends. I know she's still on. There, Everybody's on both right now. And I, I think of their accounts as, as different in certain ways where I really enjoy both accounts. But um, there's a lot of negativity that I've been trying to get away from just because I'll find myself getting angry. So... Mm-hmm. Threads is not getting me as angry yet. And it is this kind of yes. last. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that you start. I posted that Jonah Hill right? thing and I started getting like little comments about the girl on the Jonah Hill TMZ piece that I posted. And I was like, wow. Like, so it, I don't know. Like, I want to believe. I don't know. I want to believe you that. You want to believe that it's like good, good but... stay good. But we know that there's going to be a turning point where it's like going to go from good to bad, you know, like hot to cold. And it's going to happen. It is annoying. It was like with TikTok, right? Like I would always post videos and it's like the, the, the commenters, the who cares, who cares. And it's like, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. On TikTok to be like, who cares? Like I care. Leave me alone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The fact that I posted it, assume I care. Yes, assume exactly. I care. Yeah. Somebody wrote that on the Jonah Hill thing I, on my uh, Instagram stories. And I was like, oh, sorry. I care. You know, like it yes. uh, should be obvious. I care. You're responding to something I posted, but that's the kind of negativity that I, I, sometimes wonder about because it's, I don't know. I'm trying to think psychologically what you go through to leave a comment like that or to, I don't know. I, I, I think that's obviously something that we're going to do wanting to bring other people down and ultimately 
they are absolutely going to find themselves on threads. But like, I'm really enjoying the time before they do, because it does <laughs> feel like I also live for those moments, like with Scandival, right? Like those moments that like, collectively we come to this place like to collectively <laughs> bring us together yeah. you know in the zeitgeist and i feel like threads dropping early was that moment and we were like coming off of like the cage fight we were coming off of everybody being pissed at like twitter restricting it to like 600 posts i think it was like in a 24 hour oh period. yeah well that was the thing elon was then trying to you know, limit, well, supposedly he didn't pay his Google bill, his Google cloud storage oh, bill. So he was trying to get us to pay money each month to up, you know, up how many posts we saw a day and up how many this. And it's kind of, it's, it's kind of a weird, now it's a brilliant business move on Zuckerberg's part mm -hmm. to be like, okay, folks, here you go. And I mean, it really is brilliant. And you can tell Elon was butthurt about it because there was like all, all of a sudden rumors about uh, a lawsuit potentially, yep. Yep. Um, which by the way, every idea is usually a stolen idea that's made better. Um, you know, there are Uber, Lyft, there's so many like- um, Exactly. And like, they were like, oh, all of these people left Twitter and went to Meta and they contain propri proprietary knowledge and blah, blah. It's like, no, you laid off a bunch of people and they went and got a new job with their skill set that, yes, became threads. Like, what are you – like, I don't even understand how you could make that argument. Like, you let them – like, let them go. People have to go find another job. Like, like they lucked this out. Is, this is our skill set. There's only yes. so many people yes. trying to take over the world with social media. There's, like, obvious – well, and, and Elon thought he was being so smart about these moves. And by the way, Elon's not out. Twitter's going nowhere, folks. Like, also, exactly. if, if, if Elon can step out of his own way, Twitter will be fine in the long run. But I think this could be a nice wake-up call and a wake-up moment for them, especially when we're entering – you know, a, a nonstop political cycle again, which this isn't a political podcast, but going into the 2024 election, oh, my God. God, is it I the forgot. 2024 election? Is it? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> what year? We're in 2023. No, yes, man, I gotta be wrong. 2023. 2026. Are you shitting me? No. I'm dead serious. Has it? No. It's been wow. almost four years. Okay, let's talk Vanderpump Rules. Let's talk, you know, like, my God, I, that just really stopped me in my I know. tracks. Um, I know. No, I, I think it's an interesting time to release this. And also I did find myself though, and this is how the sickness of being um, uh, online a lot is Chronically that- online. <laughs> yeah, is that you start go like, well, why did this person not follow me back? Why did this? And by the way, I want to apologize to anybody out there. If you know me and I haven't followed you back, I, I might not have seen it. Like I, I, I have not done that personal vendetta thing that a lot of people do. And then the um, weird interface was like, to look at your followers, it was saying like, remove, not follow. Like it was weird. Yes, like, yeah. And I was just like, people were accidentally unfollowing people. So there's definitely kinks, but I agree with you. PSA to anybody that we haven't followed back, it is not with intention. It's just, we don't know how to use the app. But yet. I, but I know that sick part of my mind knows that there are people out there going, Oh, Oh buddy. It is yeah. on purpose. Yeah. It is. On yeah. Well, did you notice too? And this is like, you know, my Instagram got all messed up because it's the same company, but my Instagram, yes. my, I can't see my actual like grid anymore. Um, posts that I posted this past week, you can see on stories, but you can't see on the actual grid anymore. I don't even know what? how to, I don't know what's wrong or how to fix it, but like I posted a bunch of show images because I had like Brian Moylan on this week and that disappeared. Caroline Calloway disappeared. Like all these things disappeared this week. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, obviously I think it's just 
Probably oh my god! Also, total company. sidebar. I'm so excited. I I downloaded your Carolyn Calloway episode for the plane. Okay. I'm so oh excited. my god! So Lex, I this is why I can't wait to talk to Sophie next week because a lot of people messaged oh, yes. me this week just because of Sophie. In fact, I got a text from Sophie just so everybody knows. Sophie was like, "You interviewed Caroline Calloway and you didn't." And by the way, so we did this on the Fourth of July, the morning, and this was like a thing that I did not think was going to happen. But just so everybody knows, Sophie was the one that reached out to me to have Caroline Calloway on the podcast, mm-hmm. and I would have done that interview with Sophie Ross if. She hadn't have like it was literally the morning of the Fourth of July. Like there was, she was like, "Okay, you want to do it? Let's do it now." And I gotta say, following Caroline for the, I got so many, I got like nice messages, but I had so many like, "Oh, how dare you give her a platform? How dare?" And by the way, yeah. the interview was completely scatterbrained on both of our accounts. <laughs> I stayed up all night reading her book, which I really did love from a reading perspective. Completely yeah. loved, but it is interesting to read that to talk to her. And not that I even had a sympathetic viewpoint, but I'm not going to shit on anybody who comes on my show, first off. And second off, when you do read the book, you do kind of talk to her. And I was somebody that even admitted to her. I was somebody that did participate in making fun of Caroline Calloway. And, and by the way, when you are that scatterbrained and things like that, you open yourself up. And she opens herself up a lot. And a lot of that she actually uses to kind of create, I don't know, some kind of, I mean, there is a PR mastermind in there. It is just so scatterbrained at times, but yes. I'm curious to, I'm curious to see if you can follow that interview, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed talking to her. I wish I had, <laughs> I wish it was able to be just about Taylor Swift because she loves Taylor Swift so much. Oh, really? Like, oh, she, she went to the Tampa show cause she lives in Florida now. She's all about, I don't know, but what was your relationship with Caroline Calloway being somebody online as well? So it's like a weird relationship in the sense of like, I'm obsessed with watching other people be obsessed with her, like Sophie or like Kelly Laguna Biatch. Like they like love her and like are obsessed with her. And like, I like reading and hearing their thoughts of what she's doing, if that makes sense. Like yeah. when, whenever that article came back, came out years ago, like I definitely ate it up and like she was doing the, that. The like, cut article with. Yeah, like the tour yeah. and she was basically, everyone calls her like snake oil, selling snake oil yeah, and all yeah, yeah, that yeah. shit. And I was just like, this is a fascinating person. And to your point, I often question with her. It's like she is all over the place and she seems like quote unquote unhinged at times. But I'm like, is this all like a shtick? Like how, you know, Paris Hilton had the voice and then suddenly she's like, that's not actually my voice at all. But she knew exactly what she was doing the whole time. I question that with Carolyn. It's like, is this just like her shtick? And she is like outsmarting, outwitting, outplaying all of us, you know? I think it's a mixture of both. I think every time okay. she actually like tries to like get behind it and make a sh- it a shtick, she can't fully uh, <laughs> fully yeah fully commit. I think there is this thing of like my thing was that like I I said I was like oh wow this book this book has been promised so long that I thought that was going to be her shtick for the rest of her life. It was like performance art. Like she was going to promise yep. this book scammer every year into her seventies, and we were going to eat it up each time potentially. And and by the way, I know a lot of people don't know who Caroline Calloway is. So that's the other funny thing is that somebody, <laughs> this was it's on a YouTube. It's online. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. But it, okay. You guys now is my favorite part of the show. When I get to talk about our sponsor and this week, once again, we are lucky to be sponsored by our good friends over at Quince. Now Quince is one of, if not now my favorite online uh, store that you can get amazing clothes 
for women and men. I mean, truly incredible uh, clothes at just very inexpensive prices. It is like, wow, I've got a couple of pieces from them now and they just blow me away. Um, I'll talk about that in a second, but summer's here, right? And your wardrobe, it needs an upgrade. Don't even argue with me. It just does. So instead of a flimsy fast fashion haul, and I can actually name a couple of those fast fashion stores right now because I just had a shop at them for this shoot I'm doing, and it is just nothing in comparison to Quince. But there's a similar price there. But Quince is quality. you got to spend your money wisely on high-quality essentials that will last beyond the season. Now, Quince is now my spot for quiet luxury without paying luxury prices. Quince offers a range of must-have items like, get this, 100% European linen under $50, luxurious mulberry silk skirts, and of course, I love, of course, Italian leather bags and 14 karat gold jewelry from $30. So all their prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And because Quince creates timeless classic styles that won't go out of fashion, you will have them in your closet forever. Now, okay, they have amazing women's clothing. They just do. But I'm a dude, unfortunately, and uh, they have amazing men's clothes as well. So what I got from them, I got this blue light blazer, perfect for summer. Um, it's like dark blue, goes with my eyes really well. And then I, you know, listen, I have to play at my eyes because it's like one of my big qualities is I have these piercing blue eyes. You could just get lost in them. It's like... It's just, it's like the ocean, you guys. It truly is. But I got this other, it's like this black, oh no, sorry, it's this dark blue button-up. It's, it's a shirt, but it's like this really nice quality material that you can just, it, it pairs perfectly with like jeans. It's like a, it, it's better than just a button-up shirt. Okay, so anyways... I have to do this photo shoot that got put together kind of at the last minute. And all of a sudden I was like looking for these like certain types of styles. Both of my pieces from Quince are in the uh, are, are being brought with me, but I had to go shopping last minute for all the other pieces. And I was like, if I had more time, all of my shopping would would have been done for this with Quince. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to really push for the Quince clothing to be in the shot because it's just really good and I look good in it and I feel good in it, which is kind of the whole point of clothes, right? Feeling good in it so you actually are at your best. Now, I truly thought these kind of clothes would be, you know, $120, $140 easily. I'm telling you, it is a fraction of that cost, these two pieces. And I was on their website right now, which is like super easy to get to. It's just quince.com and uh, you just let me let's do it together as a family. Why, why don't we? So quince.com, you just type that in, immediately comes up. Top, you're seeing new arrivals, bestsellers, women, men, home, baby, and kids, travel. They have lookbooks, they have partner offers, anyways. And also, if you are a first timer to their website, you can get $20 off immediately. But it is so easy. It, it, it lets you explore everything. They have these visuals, it just says men, and you just click on that. There's a guy just to help you, like, you know, if you can't read the word men, you know, that's men. There's women, woman, swimwear, socks, footwear, silk, intimates, linen, jewelry, sunglasses, everything. It is such an easy-to-use website. Um, and I'm telling you, when I click on this, 
I get upset because I want all of these clothing. They have a Mongolian cashmere full zip hoodie for a dude. I don't even know what Mongolian cashmere is, but it it seems nice. It really, truly does. And then there's things that are just staples. Like, I need performance running ankle socks. You're damn right I do. They have a heavyweight down puffer jacket, really inexpensive. And by the way, these are just guys' clothes. So if you're shopping for your dude, Quince is the website to go to. But, I mean, they're women's clothing. I just It's truly, it's just classic pieces. I even know they're classic pieces. Um, so I think this is well worth your time. You probably already know about them already, but if you don't, go check them out. I was impressed by the quickness of the delivery. I, Like I said, just the quality. And I style the pieces. I love it. It says, talk about how you style the pieces. I'm like, well, I put on pants, and then uh, I also put on underwear sometimes, and then I will put the quince pieces because I got, you know, top pieces. And I'll put it over the jeans or the shorts, and, and it works well. Um, I know you're wondering, though, how do they do it? How is Quince able to keep up with this quality at this price? So Quince partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to you. Now, what's even better is that Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about getting high quality items that last longer. Okay, so this is what I need you to do. And I don't need you to do it. I think you're going to want to do it. you got to upgrade your closet this summer with Quince. Ryan Bailey told you to. Right now, you go to quince.com slash so bad, and you are going to get free shipping off your order and 365-day return ability on that next order. So that's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad. You're saying, Ryan, that's, I, I can't even, what? I'm going to write it down in the show notes, so it'll be there as well. It'll be a hyperlink. You can just click on it. Um, so you get free shipping, 365 days returns. If you're a first timer to the Quince website, you get $20 off that first order. So go there right now, quince.com slash so bad. Tell them Ryan Bailey sent you. I mean, they're, I don't think there's going to be anybody you're talking to, but if somebody asks, tell them Ryan Bailey sent you. So now back for the remaining portion of our show. I, I really so appreciate online niches and she was laying down in the interview, Stop. which wasn't, well, but I see somebody said this or like how disrespectful. And I was like, I didn't even think of that for a minute. I was cozy, dude. I get, get relax. Yeah. Whatever um, you need to so do. I, yeah. Like I, but it is interesting how other people then view that. Cause I was like, of course, Caroline's going to lay down during the interview. Of Makes course. total sense. Like I didn't. I didn't even get offended by it in the least. So I just get excited to actually talk about, talk to somebody that I had read about and had participated in online forums with for like eight years. Of course, I, I'm excited to talk to that person. Like I said, I, I felt like a cramming for a school test, trying to finish her book in one night after I had recorded an OC recap and then try to be respectful to her and what she was selling. And then also respectful to an audience that I was like, oh shit, I'm scared if Reddit just tears this apart. Mm -hmm. Like that was, that's the other fear, but that's being so online, which kind of ties into our thread conversation. Um, but you always tend to have like this positive element to you. You've never, you've never <laughs> ever the gotten, well, no, you've never gotten like, you've just never gotten mean. You've never, I don't know. Like, is that always yeah. you or are you secretly mean? No, it's really just my personality. Like I, I feel like I, 
my mom like always says, I feel like I'm just like an overly empathetic person. And I've always come from a place of like judgment free zone. And I just like, I like information. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't really want to do anything with it or have an opinion necessarily, but like, I like information, but I also love somebody like Sophie. This is just like the I heart Sophie podcast now, but like, She's like snarky in such a, a nice, <laughs> well, detailed way that I'm like, I wish that my brain worked like that. It just doesn't. Well, that's what Sophie said. Um, I, I read one of her tweets in regards to threads. He was like, she was like, okay, this is great, but when are we gonna? When can I be an asshole again? When yes, can I be? Yeah. And by the way, she's really she does that in a really. Uh, I don't want to be the kiss ass, but she does that in a very good way where she can get away with it, even though mm-hmm. she does ruffle feathers. There's Definitely. enough good information there where, and that's why I will say I'll, I'll have a lot of younger women that listen to this show, uh, especially love Sophie, that especially love that mix of both. I could never. I can be snarky about Bravo celebrities and celebrities, but I'll never be snarky to the to an actual person that I'm speaking yes, to. Like I'll yes. never be like, "Hey, what up, fuck nut? Like you think yeah. this is you, yeah, Caroline? You think this is cool what you're doing? Like this is bullshit." No, I'm never gonna be like that. No, not at all. But I like again with Sophie. I'm like, I could see her doing that, but it's like a part of her charm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that it's a part of her charm, but I don't think I could personally. And Caroline was the same way. I asked her. Um, you know, do you, I mean, what are your feelings? Like, I, I couldn't imagine putting myself on there like a grenade and yes. just knowing that you're going to piss people off as many people that will like you for it. Same with Sophie at times where I'm like, dude, you're going to say this and you're going to really piss people off. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting knowing that you almost have to have like Teflon or understand that a certain segment will really dislike you. Yes. And you have to just be like totally okay with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like they are, they have to be, to be able to continue to interact online and publicly the way that they do, right? Like there's a Teflon element there for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. So moving on to uh, the, the sun guys, is going what? right into. I your know eye. you guys. I'm <laughs> so sorry. I don't have my normal setup. Um, Harry Styles got hit in the eye uh, at oh. concerts yesterday uh, overseas at a concert in Vienna. Vienna in Vienna. No, so they're supposed we, to be what, chic. What is going on? So now we had uh, BB Rexa. We had another what, Ava Max. Pink. We had Pink. Pink. The ashes. Pink ashes and yes. wheels of brie cheese thrown at her. Yes. And then now Harry Styles. When's it going to stop, Lexi? What, I what do you hate think? this trend. I hate it. Is it? I loved is it what the, Adele said about it. Did you see that? What Where did she Adele was say? like at her residency, she had like a t-shirt gun, and she's like, "If any of you think of fucking throwing anything on this stage, I'll fucking kill you." <laughs> like, yeah, so- yeah, because. Listen, if you, I made a joke, but I'm like, dude, if you came to throw stuff, you should have to pay extra for that. Like you should have to, and it should be a game then. You should have security there. Can you get past the security? Because this is ridiculous and it's going to take, you know, Harry Styles is literally now one of the number one most, Mm -hmm. uh, Marissa sent me this article. I think he's like the number one most streamed male artist of all time or something wild. Yeah. Yeah. I think, (laughs) I think some people like him, but the thing is, it's going to take Taylor Swift or Beyonce. If somebody throws throws something at Taylor Swift and hits her, that person, it won't even be jail. It'll be torn. It'll be like the, the Coliseum. You will be torn limb from limb. Some 13 year old girl wanting her like little 15 minutes of fame. It's not going to be pretty. It's going to be insane. It's going to be insane. And it's like, did you ever watch that show or hear of this show on prime video called swarm? Yeah. Oh yeah. The uh, Donald Glover produced it. Yes. Yes. And like, 
So the the thing of that show was like the girl was like this singer's biggest fan and anybody like talked shit about the singer and like she turned into a serial killer and she was like murdering anybody that like didn't love the like Beyonce of the show. Yeah. And I'm like the the Swifties, if anybody, anybody hurt Taylor, like the Swifties would be on that Instagram investigating like the oh, FBI should hire it's them over. hunting that person down. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Or, and I think Beyonce to a similar degree. Yeah. Those are the two fandoms or, the, or that or Teresa Giudici. Like if Teresa yeah. Giudici ever does, if she gets something thrown at her at the next reunion, it's over for that person. It's over for generations of that person's family exactly. as well. Like it's exactly. not going to ever be forgotten. It's going to be like, you know, no. the West remembers, you know, like or the North remembers. It's never going to end for that person. And the thing is, we live in such a messed up society that, you know, somebody out there right now is seeing this attention and sees it and goes, I want a piece of that. I want to. I want to be the first they want to be person. The yeah, like who would throw something at Harry Styles' eye? Uh, the only thing that you should be throwing are little kisses and things like that. I know, and like they like was it Ava Max or BB Rexa? Like I think Ava got like punched in the face. Like they were <laughs> yeah. getting like they're like injured. BB's like eye. Remember the, the phone? Like yeah, her yeah. I was like cut up. It was really dangerous. Like well. The flip side of that, though, is for artists like B.B. Rexa, not so much Harry Styles, obviously, but B.B. Rexa, there is this element. Now, this is not staged at all, but there is an element of, wow, this got B.B. Rexa's name out there. She's on tour. The Mm -hmm. tour actually was selling what I understand like mediocre, you know, mediocre, decent, but it puts her name out there. This is like millions of dollars in free at free sympathetic advertising yeah. where you are the hero all of a sudden. And I'm, I'm saying that not that, that I don't think she's ever probably going to get to a place where she appreciates what happened to her, but in this culture, it is something you can't kind of, you can't buy that kind of press. Oh yeah. And you're right. I'm sure that there were people that were like, Oh I didn't know she was on tour. They're like, I'm going to buy tickets and support my girl BB now. Because what happened to her wasn't right. Like, you know, and they're like, I'm going to make it right by giving a millionaire more money. (laughs) I want, I want the next, the first artist to come out and like, full football universe form with like a helmet helmet. and shoulder pads and like, (laughs) just try it, man. Let's do this. Like, I want it to be like running. Come um, at me. Who goes yeah, check if I, me? <laughs> yeah, when I start doing live shows, I'm gonna I'm going to picture people like I'm going to assume people will throw things at me, and that's mm-hmm. gonna be my state. Which by the way, I can't believe this whole thing didn't start with Tom Sandoval and the most extras. Like, how was oh, he not the right. first to get something thrown directly at you're him? You're so like, right. Again, like Team Ariana fans, they just showed up hard for their girl with signs, with screaming, but like no violence, no throwing. But you know what? Um, now speaking, that you said it, now that you said it, yes, here we go. Now, yes, speak truth to power. Um, Ariana, by the way, uh, we mentioned this mm-hmm. on Friday, but it finally, you know, another one of the worst kept secrets. Ariana Maddox joined this 32nd season of Dancing with the Stars. Uh, yep. Derek, uh, Derek Howe made the announcement from something about her sandwich shop. It was on Good Morning America. And Ariana's going to do this. Ariana's a really decent dancer. So really? I'm, yeah, I'm kind of, it's, you know, on Dancing with the Stars, I don't watch it every season, but you usually know the people that are like, well, that's not fair. Like, the, the, that D'Amelio girl was on, and I'm like, she's already a dancer. Like, She's a professional dancer. Yeah. Like, Zendaya was on. Yeah, well, then it's, Zendaya was on Dancing with the Stars? It's yes, like, years ago. Whoa. I'm a big Dancing with the Stars girl, yeah. Yeah. Wait, why? I can't remember wow. if she won or was the runner-up. I have to look that up. Elevating my style used to mean breaking the bank, but with Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces 
at prices I can actually afford. Now I can upgrade my style by snagging killer luxury essentials that sync with my vibe and my wallet. You guys know I've got a blue linen blazer. Now I have a black leather jacket and I have my eye on this Italian suede trucker jacket. I think that's going to be my next purchase. So Quince creates timeless essentials that never go out of style. You're going to have them in your closet forever. Quince has all the must-haves, like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, iconic 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow-knit activewear. With all Quince items, everything is priced 50-80% to less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. How do you not love that? So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping and 365-day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. If you're a wine lover like me, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks. It's called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, I get to discover new wines I'm guaranteed to enjoy. That's because First Leaf gets to know your unique preferences. To start, all you have to do is answer a few quick questions on their website about what flavors that I like, how often I drink wine, and if I prefer red, white, or rosé, or a combination. Now, based on my answers, First Leaf curated an amazing selection of wines just for me. And when I rate those wines, my wine selection gets even more tailored. You guys, I have to tell you, I got a free shipment with them, but I kept my membership going because I liked it so much. I swear to God, I got this great Sangiovese. I got a Malbec. Uh, I did get a Rosé as well because I have a combination and I am loving it. Best of all, I get to choose when I want my box delivered and how often I get new assortments of wine. Being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has its perks. As a member, I get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. Plus, I get member-exclusive pricing on every order, so you can continue to order the ones that you love. So, join the club today with me and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash so good to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash so good. Tryfirstleaf.com slash so good. The early 2000s was a breeding ground for bad reality competition series. From shows like Kid Nation, CBS weird Lord of the Flies style social experiment that took 40 kids to live by themselves in a ghost town, to The Swan, a horrifying concept where women spent months undergoing a physical transformation and then were made to compete in a beauty pageant. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Recently, The Big Flop looked at The Swan, a competition show between women who were hoping to transform their physical appearance. The problem? The women were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Unsurprisingly, it all led to trauma for the contestants and terrible reviews. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. But yeah, she was wild. on Dancing with the Stars. I went to Dancing with the Stars one time live when Erica Jane was on it. And really? there's a picture of me like in the background. This is pre-Tom and pre, but I was like, yay! <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so Ariana's going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Uh, that's going to film in the fall. So I'm sure one of her storylines on season 11 of Vanderpump Rules will be her choreogra- yes. choreography sessions. Um, and like you said, we are getting so much of season 11 already spoiled. If you go online, everybody's loving to take these, you know, full on video things of, you know, I've People seen filming. two scenes now with Tom and Tom. Uh, Mm -hmm. There is this rumor that uh, Tom Sandoval potentially might have sold his stake in Schwartz and Sandy's, which I don't know if that is true. Don't just be careful what you believe. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, I like things are thrown out and where that could make sense. I don't know if that necessarily would be. I do know that he is hanging out at Tom Tom a lot. uh, Sandoval, Mm -hmm. that is they have welcomed him back with open arms. But the guy seems to have no shame in a sense. Like he's like right back in there. He does not Uh, care. He's holding his head up high. And I think taking flowers to LVP. Oh God, what a kiss. What's going on, dude? Here's some flowers for you. Sorry about pump clothing, dude. Um, Do you think that's the right attitude to come into a new season of head up high? I did what I did. Fuck everybody else. I mean, personally, no, but knowing what we know about Tom Sandoval, I couldn't see him doing it any other way. Like there was, I commented, I posted it to my story, one clip that I did share because I was like, I'm trying to truly avoid this. Like I want to watch the season with a blind, you know, eye. But there was one where he's talking with Tom Schwartz and his like, his arms are crossed. His head's down. He's like scowling. And I'm like, this fucking man, you can just tell, like he's pissed that the entire world is pissed at him for his own actions. How dare you, dude? Yes. Yes. You drove me to do it. Yes. I'm like, fuck off, bro. (laughs) Yes. Well, that's the thing. Is that like, why? Like, I want to see a little bit of a sad sack. I want you to be, I I want to see the humility. I want to see you go, dude, I got so lost in the sauce. As Tom Schwartz would say, he got Mm -hmm. lost in the sauce. I want to see that. And you already see by the second Tom and Tom scene, Schwartz seems, it's like, seems like they're back to old times. Like, we live, we live to cheat again, brother. All right. I mean, that's the thing. And and we do know Jax Taylor is coming back. Jax said, uh, he's like, dude, I'm going to, I'm not going in there. Like just to, you know, rail him about Ariana. I'm going in there to rail him about this and this and this and this. And I was like, that Wait, wait, what? wait, pause. Yeah. Jax is coming back to Vanderpump or to I think just uh, in a Valley friend, Village? Uh, he's doing the Valley Village, but he's also going to be making appearances on Vanderpump Rules. I did in not fact, know I that. In fact, I think they might have already shot the first one of his appearance. But by the way, that is a capacity that I, I would love to see that scene between Jax and Sandoval. Yes. Because one of the last scenes we saw when Jax was on the show was that uh, it was in the Sir Dumpster, the Sir Alleyway, (laughs) when they were like both on chairs, like sitting out there in the daytime arguing. And they truly do hate each other. Mm -hmm. And I think, but also there is, it works on a lot of different levels for me because there's also this obliviousness from Jax's side of like the, being so hypocritical for what he's going to be, you know, like. Oh yeah, like, you know, he's just gonna drag Tom for filth as if he is a precious angel gem of a human. Yes, that's the thing. And the reason why Jax will potentially, if he does it right, be able to read him for filth is because these are the things that Jax has been saying to himself in his own head of like, dude, why can't you get it together? Why do you do these things to yourself? So I think it's gonna work on multiple different levels, even though people are like, we don't need him. I'm like, just give it, give it, just let us have a couple scenes. Uh, It'll be okay. Um, Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So this is something I was like, I wanted to ask you this and we, we can cut it if you don't want to talk about it. Yeah. But 
I'm always so curious. Like you come on here, you you go on like Kristen's podcast, you go on other people's podcasts, you talk about the show and what they're doing. But like even now living in LA and like being in the more like LA culture, like yeah. you know, we we went to an event where some Vanderpump people were there. Like you've hung out with these people before. Is it odd or awkward like that you have like it's not a parasocial relationship, you know? It's not like you sitting here talking about people that you've never met and like they're just characters on a show. Like, does it ever get weird for you? Well, well, I mean, I would say the same thing. Well, and it's, well, it's not as, cause Lex, we were at that event. We met for the first time yes, a couple of weeks yeah. ago in person and Dodie was there. That's the mm-hmm. first time I met Dodie. That's the first time. And we, you know, there were Vanderpump adjacent, like, you know, Janet yes. and Jared and all those people. And it's weird in the sense that, um, Hmm. Yeah, it is weird. Like, I would not step into Tom Tom right now because I don't want to see Sandoval. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to have that experience. And I think it would be, I think seeing how he's reacting, it would be an angry experience on his side. Yeah. And and I would probably stand up, well, I, I would, you know, because I have very passionate feelings about what I watched on television yes. and who I thought he was. But also, the show is nothing to do with me, nor should it ever be. Mm-hmm. These are just my own personal feelings. It is weird in the sense that I'm glad that I'm a, a far enough out of it where I can comment on it still. And, yes. and the worries that I think the season will be about if it went my way is I think these people getting so many brand deals and opportunities are going to eat them alive at its core. It's not going to even be Sandoval. It's going to be a disease that potentially spreads of, you know, how much success is good for you in a yeah. short amount of time. By the way, I could be completely wrong, but I think there is something that when you get success or you get people throwing you flowers all the time, and I don't mean Ariana here, but I do mm-hmm. even mean that, it is going to be interesting to see documentation-wise of how that affects everybody, of how that yes. changes people. Because they had two seasons of people not, you know, but caring, but being Edward like... Everyone was like, this, the show is done. You yeah, know? their best days are behind them. Yeah. And I think uh, it's got to really mess with their minds as well now that, they, you know, they're like, wow, people... And I, I asked one of the producers last week, how how is it with filming? Because uh, Kiki had mentioned, oh, it's going to be so hard to film with the sound and people just staring at you mm-hmm. in the background. And, and the producer said, so far, it's been really good. In fact, everybody's been respectful, but they do have security. Because I was like, you're going to have fans ruining takes, just coming yes. up to the people or sound. And so far, that's not been a problem. But I will, I do think it's going to be interesting if they have to get eventually to a Kardashian way of shooting where they just have to shoot in mansions or shoot yes. like away from the public. Uh, I don't, it is very weird to think about because when you do talk to these people, it sometimes ruins the element that you like so have in your head of how they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do realize they're real people, but at the same time, they're real people that also want to make money. They're real people that... This is their job. Yeah, this is their job, but they don't even know. It's like being a superhero that doesn't know how to use their powers. Yeah. They don't truly know how to like capitalize on this. Like, In fact, I think Lala is probably one of the best or the most interesting people in trying to capture this and try to move past the show in some ways. Yeah. Like, I truly think Lala could... Move, like I think the podcast for her, I think it could go in a, I don't know, for her, I think like she's in a different direction and she's not as tied to this group as so, like, like that, that, core, that, core, yeah. Yeah, that core group where I think she could actually use, capitalize this on a different way after the show is over. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that'll be interesting. But yeah, it's weird. Like I don't, and that's how I even 
when I was out there at that event, I, I went there for Jared for the cancer fundraiser. Yes. But normally I would not be going out. I don't try to get myself invited to those things. I don't, in fact, I, I, when I'm invited, I don't go. I, or I'll say I'll go like, I miss Janet's baby shower. I was too scared yeah. to go. I didn't want to be, no, but, you know, like, I, I get really weird about those things. And I also don't want to, I want to be able to, you know, have my own feelings about what I see rather than, well, this be person. immersed in it and have a potentially skew your yeah, opinion. I, well, I love it so much. I love it so much. And then when you actually start to, I don't know, anyways. Uh, but speaking of the Kardashians, uh, I do want to mention the Kardashians. I know, I know you guys are so hateful towards them in terms of this show, but I got to tell you, if you were in terms of like watching meta on TV and I don't mean Instagram, but meta in terms of just the, you know, celebrity eating itself and like what, what the Kardashian Kardashians, this new series on Hulu, the third season, what they want to capture and show us. And then what you can read behind the lines. And then this week it was even just the, the gloves are completely off. Courtney and Kim have the most ridiculous rich fight of the century in terms of who did Kim steal uh, Courtney's La Dolce Vita lifestyle with, her Dolce and Gabbana collaboration, or like Kim said in a talking head, like, listen, who had Andrea Bocelli at their wedding sing first? He is my favorite male singer who uh, got married, got married in, Italy in Italy first. <laughs> and I was like, holy, I've never seen you such a rich You stole my fight. wedding country. Yeah. Who's, who stole, yeah, you stole my wedding country. Like that is, I'm sorry. That is, I want to, I want to, I want to smother in that, like a warm blanket. Bathe when I watched that, yeah. I was like, this is truly incredible. And the people that aren't watching this are you, because it's not You're like you have out. to fully love them. You can fully load them and get something out of this because it's wild. It is bananas. And it shows you how wealthy they are and how that being a, be, you could be a billionaire and still get up in petty squabbles. It's just richer petty squabbles. Yes. Like I loved so I posted this on my TikTok as well because I was like, they're fighting about like getting married in Italy, Andrea Bocelli performing. I'm like, me and my sister fight over like an Amazon top. But I was also just like, <laughs> I loved Courtney where she's like, Travis and I have been living the Dolce Vita lifestyle for the last five years. Like walking, getting ice cream, paparazzi. I was like, what words are coming out of your mouth? Well, that's what I was like. It's like, guys, everybody knows I've been living the Old Navy lifestyle the last yeah. decade. Like, okay. And if anybody tried to steal the Old Navy lifestyle from me, I would totally just call them out. But... It, it, but also this poor Andrea Bocelli, he's blind. He's like, I he's know. all of a sudden, he's this amazing singer and he's all of a sudden a pawn in the Kardashians game. He's like, he's like, oh, listen, there's enough of Andrea to go around. There's a, now I'm doing like Andrea right? from Summer House. Yeah, yeah he commented, he like, he's like, I will sing beautiful for, for both of all of them. Yeah. Well, did you see there's an actual Dolce & Gabbana event in Italy right now? And yes. I saw Kim post, is, did, was Courtney invited? Is she there? I don't know. I don't Dude, know. She's I not there. Courtney. But she's pregnant, right? Like, I don't know if she's traveling. I don't know if Dolce Vita lifestyle is on pause for baby right now. I don't like, think it can pause for a baby. <laughs> if that's your lifestyle, you can't pause it for a baby. Dolce and Vita lifestyle rests for no one. Exactly. If and if Courtney wasn't invited, this is their Oppenheimer. That's dude. Bad. This is this is Oppenheimer. Yeah. Like this is this is going to be World War Three nuclear destruction. And the show is so great because they also celebrated Kim's birthday this uh, or sorry Chris's birthday this past week, where they they all dress like different versions. Mm -hmm. of, of Chris uh, of Chris and it was hysterical because I feel like they've done that storyline before where they all dress yeah. like Chris but they said it was I think they said it was the first time I'm like are you forgetting your old storylines but then 
all these old older ladies went around and said beautiful stories about Chris. And I just thought it was very interesting to think that someday this is going to be done for Kim and the, the hierarchy mm-hmm. of the Kardashians. And I, I always say that one day Kim will forcibly remove Kris Jenner from management and she will take over all management duties for every, all that family. Oh, like see, I do I think, think eventually Chloe, I think Chloe uh, is the successor. You, Kim's got her eye on that dude. Kim's eye is on that prize. And I'm telling you, she will literally sweep Chris Jenner's leg like in Karate Kid. She'll be like, she's like, sorry, Chris, I love what you've done for me. It's done. Over. Game over. over. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Interesting. That's a hot take. I really <laughs> firmly believe. I do. I really always in my mind, I was like, oh my God, Chloe is like the future matriarchy of the family. I really thought that. And then yeah. also, the last thing I'll say with Chris and Courtney, or sorry, Kim and Courtney. Courtney or Kim brought up the point that like Kylie also did something with Dolce before Kim did. Yeah. And Courtney wasn't mad at all. And she was like, that's like mom. I'm that's mom, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but then why aren't you mad at your mom too then? Like, this the math ain't mathin'. They just have a sibling rivalry thing. And yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm here for it and I think uh, I love it. And that's why I highly recommend that you'll <laughs> I, I just don't know why people can't appreciate it for what it is. Like, it mm-hmm. is so comical in this sense. Um, moving on, Britney Spears, she popped up in the news this week. She was in yeah. Vegas, and she got backhanded by this NBA star security. And there's actual video of this happening. And everybody thought Britney was lying. And then there was an actual video of her getting backhanded. And this NBA star, I don't think has apologized yet, but what the heck was that? And also somebody was like, well, why, well, why is Britney just running up to NBA stars anyways? I'm like, Britney lives in a childhood kind of fantasy world where she does think it's okay to like, just walk up to NBA stars. Exactly. She was excited and she like, you can see her running and her hair, you know, her extensions wobbling (laughs) in the background. See the flip flop just flopping, flop, flop, flop. And then I know Samantha, like there was, was like a couple of people that were like it was accidental like the guy's hand like got you know like he didn't yeah. mean to hit her or whatever but like she very clearly got hit in the face yeah yeah i mean you could see it completely and this man like this nba player and his team like they should make a formal public apology she or i hope that they've at least done it in private you know but also it's one of those pop culture moments where you're like oh man anybody but britney like i know if, if, i didn't post we- about it but like if we live in some kind of simulation, whoever is playing the Britney character on this video game of life is really just losing again. Like I'm like, why do we have to back after everything? We're backhanding Britney by NBA players just mm-hmm. accidentally because Britney has a little fan book open for an autograph. I mean, like this is why I know, me. I know. And I'm like, anybody but Britney. Again, I was like, I couldn't even bring myself to post it. And then I was like, enough people are talking about this. I'm like, I just want us to leave Britney alone. Like it's so cliche, but I'm leave like, Britney I- alone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just do it. We can't seem to do it. And by the way, we've got to, like Brittany. I don't know. It just it was so frustrating to watch, and I I'm I just couldn't believe it. And wait, have you talked about this on the podcast before? How there is also now this theory circulating that like the Britney dancing videos is AI. Yes, and I've seen, it's and like yes, 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 just a AI. different person dancing, yep. and then they like yep. put her face on it, and it's not yeah. actually yeah. her. Like it's of so course. many crazy rumors. Of course, I mean like. 
we now live in a culture that like you cannot believe anything 100% mm-hmm. even like the most you know you we will argue if like something's blue we're like are you sure it's blue that's not yeah, blue that's gold there. Or I can is prove blue? to you that's not blue <laughs> yeah we it started with that damn dress is it yes. blue and gold or blue? it's all you can argue anything and everything is a conspiratorial AI um, you know, know photoshop whatever um, okay last thing uh, this has gone way too quick Mauricio <laughs> and Kyle Real Housewives of Beverly Hills we had the separation announced by people and then you know i you know she has a very special friend right now morgan wade the country singer which i think those two things aren't related in the sense that i don't think she made a special friend and that's what caused the problems with mauricio at Mm -hmm. all i think maybe she i obviously she had problems with mauricio and i think then the special friend helps you with those issues in the sense of makes you feel better about yourself at a very low point in your life yes i mean Camelot has fallen. I was so upset (laughs) when that People Magazine article came out the day, the night before 4th of July. You know, they did that press. Hopefully everybody goes about their holiday and doesn't talk about it. And then the two of them come in like a joint statement Instagram post being like, this isn't true. We've hit a rough patch, but we're not getting divorced, so on and so forth. But then it's like, Kyle, you also got the tattoos going with Morgan. She's got a K on her now. Dude, her she girlfriend is she, out she, on TikTok. Did you see she loaned the the Rolex? The to Rolex. Morgan? Morgan was performing in the ten thousand dollar Rolex, and I'm saying Mauricio got her that Rolex. And I don't like this is the only time I'll be a guy where I'll be like, if I got you a ten thousand dollar Rolex, it better not be on your special friend's yes, wrist yeah. during a concert show. I'm so that's the only time. But I will say maybe Mauricio was like a Jonah Hill type of like, I don't want you to do Beverly. Like maybe he was texting weird things and maybe. Be more. I don't know. This I know. is what, this is how the show started with Jonah Hill, and maybe I don't want to paint Mauricio like that. But also, who knows? A twenty-seven year relationship is so long. Yeah. And I don't think this. I, I don't necessarily think this is completely over. But I. I was shocked that it got announced. I knew they were going Same. through issues, but I was shocked that it got announced. Same. And I'm very curious because, like, the one thing I keep coming back to is like Kyle and Mauricio are like so tight like in lockstep with their image, their yeah, brand, exactly, like exactly for the show, for the agency, for buying Beverly Hills. Like they're so in lockstep. My gut is telling me they actually are separated or divorcing or whatever, but they're like, we have to remain a united front here right now for our brand and our image. But also because they're like, we want to save this for like one of our shows. Like they know the power. See, I don't, that that see, I don't have. think See, I don't think they've ever been ballsy enough to have anything like this on their shows. Like, all the storylines have been, like, Kyle maybe fighting with her sisters. But even then, that was such a tight lid. And Kim or Kathy, it was easy to paint them as the crazy ones. So I think Kyle's always, like, protected that. So that's the thing, is that I don't think, you know, a la Scandaval, we're going to see cameras go back up. I don't think I could be completely wrong. And by the way, maybe they saw this is popular right now, so sharing is cool. And Mm -hmm. maybe that's where we'll go. I don't... I'm yet to... This, I, I don't know. I really don't know, but I was shocked about that, and I'm really curious shocked. to see where this story goes. If you see over the weekend, she was stopped by a couple paparazzi. One, she was like, station. by the way, Kyle's smoking, smoking cigarettes at a gas pump. Like, I can't. how? Like, my God, Kyle. Like, like, like Kyle are, you, are you on the nose much? She's like, what's up? What's up, brother? <laughs> you know, what's up? She, like, just crushed a Coors Light and just threw, what's up, brother? You got a question Smash for me, brother? Yeah, she's like, what up? Yeah, no, I, it's really, really super. Well, I don't know. I don't. Anyways, uh, also, you guys, welcome to Crappy Lake premiere tonight. It's hysterical. Oh. Go watch it. Um, 
Lex, I, I thank you so much for doing this today. Always. I know this was just a, a crazy f- fast hour, but what it can we really support you by. with? Yeah. Oh my gosh, well make sure you uh, subscribe and listen to Crown Jewels, the Crown Jewels podcast presented by Betches Media. Follow me on all the socials, including threads, at Lex Nico. And uh, that's what's up with wait, me. Wait, wait, I gotta say, Lex, did you, are you, have you guys recently talked about the, I mean, obviously the podcasting drama with Meghan Markle. Oh yeah. In terms of, I am an- announcing that I'm taking over a contract at Spotify. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, lot, archetypes with Ryan. It's, yeah, it's archetypes with Ryan. I'm getting uh, I'm getting thirty dollars and it's a right. lot cheaper, so they're very <laughs> excited about it. Um no, it just seems wild that like you know, like podcasting isn't easy, but it's not hard. And and I will say the fact that like I I was a Megan Harry supporter, but now it's getting mm-hmm. weird, man. Like you can't put a podcast together. It's getting tough to support them. That's that's like my continued thing when Sam and I talk about this. It's like I want to support them. I want Harry and Meghan to thrive all the way to the bank. But when you sign a $20 million podcast deal, you record one episode of a podcast, and then you wait 18 months to do another podcast. That's not how podcasting works. That's not how it works. And then the thing that I always say about them, Ryan, I'm like, they always double down. It's like, instead of being like, the podcast wasn't right, the Archwell team is like, Megan is excited to like continue to evolve the archetypes podcast, like on another medium and I'm like, stop doubling down. Like, yeah, Spotify. Yeah. It's Spotify sucks. You guys, Spotify's the problem. We're going to get 20 million elsewhere. Full. I was like, this is like giving me Logan Roy energy of like, (laughs) I love you, but you're not serious people. Like just go launch the TIG, Megan, like go on (sighs) a yacht and like, post photos on Instagram and just live your rich Dolce Vita lifestyle. That's what I so want to see from you. Crown jewels. You guys go subscribe to that now. Rate it five stars. Sorry. They will be covering all of, no, they will be covering all of this. Major so go rant. support. No, please. I love it. And uh, thank you so much for doing this. I hope to talk thank to you again you. very soon. A hundred percent. I'll see you soon. Betches.